This is Lindsay Williams, and you're listening to the Drunkard United show. Bless your little cotton socks. So does he walk alone when he's uh, leaving uh, Villa Park and <gasps> after being fired? You stole my joke. I think so. I mean... I'm I'm ready. Are you ready, Sam? Well, he might I not. Thought, he I might know, not I, be alone. No, I just wanted to find out. I thought we were all ready here. Dean Smith might be with him. We're ready, but we had to do a take two. And so Jack Grealish. Sure, we're all ready. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smell the Lord, but straight in shorts. Sam Graham, Sam Graham. Fucking United! Fucking United! Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the week, midweek's action. It's told by two common American schmucks. I am me. He's having a bad day. Bad day. Because his golf team was too good to be <laughs> shitty and too shitty to be good. Yep. Exactly the perfect description. And he didn't win any prizes. No a, prizes. At a liquor golf tournament Fuck. where he works in the liquor industry. No prizes, Mel. No. And can get any of those prizes if he talks to the right supplier. Yeah, but I want prizes. <laughs> it's a tournament and I want prizes, damn it. <clears throat> and now his vape's not working and everything's fucked uh, up. That I am very stressed out about. Yeah, I am a- now having fucking nicotine panic attacks. Now, uh, this Stuck is- in traffic getting here. <laughs> This is an abridged version because Mr. Graham has uh, five o'clock in the morning plans tomorrow. Yes. So we actually have him in studio. I have to go for fishing these, for one of these midweek shows, which is going to be a lot of fun. I'm going fishing. Um, you know, it's, there's Ding. so no sound check, but this show and we are still going to give you injury time as well. So that's all very important. So we're going to enjoy that. You but know? It's going to be abbreviated and fast. So bright and forth. Game suck. Don't know what to tell you. Sorry. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's <laughs> capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they get in touch. In all seriousness, it's at DU Football Show and DU Football Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. The first one, obviously, is on the old socials. Uh, we check all that stuff. And then make sure, please... Join the Facebook closed group, Drunkard United FC. That's where 99.999% of the bants happen. Including this email that just came in oh. from one Mr. Big Sam to the DU football show. So what the fuck happened Wednesday at your soccer match? Oh, uh, the kid was there. Uh-huh. Parents didn't say a word. Uh-huh. Me and the head of referees laughed about the whole situation. Uh, he said that the child... <laughs> Wants to play. I spoke to the child privately, Mm -hmm. apologized. He was like, coach, you're fine. (laughs) So the parent was upset and ascribed all of her feelings to her child. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. And the kids just like, just want to play, want to have fun. And then apparently it ended with one of the two other ladies. I think it was Miss Cindy. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the two other ladies that's on the tribunal that runs the league. It's the head of referees and and two ladies Mm -hmm. or the... Are the FA. It's the board, yeah. Yeah, it's the FA. One of them apparently pulled her to the side and had a conversation. (laughs) 
you you understand coaches are allowed to be frustrated with their players and yeah. he needs to be able You've to motivate. You've played sports before, right? He needs to be able to motivate. <laughs> that his, was the yeah. His, his no, team. The, the, it was you've you've uh, are alive. Yes. <laughs> then you've probably experienced the situation. Shut the fuck up. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, even on a night like tonight, we're still going to throw back one glass of whiskey. Mr. Graham, what are we drinking this evening? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's one of your things. Uh, this is a Westward single barrel. Cool. Cash strength, 129.35. Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. And it is a little bit hot. Uh, this was barreled on... June 2nd of 2016, which would make it about six years old, Mm -hmm. depending when this was bottled, not sure. Uh, It was distilled by someone named Miles Monroe. That's our master distiller. There he goes. uh, Blender. Uh, At a char level three barrel, and it says its notes are banana, creme brulee, and almonds. It's barrel number 373. Sample only, not for resale. Oh, the tax was paid. Yes, the tax was paid. <laughs> there you go. So that's actually a um, single barrel that I had gotten that I was going to go, you know, try to sell to somebody and then found out, oh, no, wait, don't sell that single barrel. That single barrel's already been sold. Nice. So <clears throat> they were like, well, you have the sample. No need to send it back. By all means, enjoy. And I want to say this was. You know what it'd be nice with? Mm-hmm. Some nicotine. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, because you're fucking. Well, I did. I mean, Sam? I've got smokes, but <laughs> Sam, your you, smokes, no good for me. You are responsible. I don't for like how the you, wacky tobacco mel. <laughs> you are responsible for how you, you manage your vape. Your vape is not working because you put it in your pocket and you broke it. So, Mr. Graham, much like how the tribunal had to have a talk with the lady, I'm going to have a talk with you. About you, taking responsibility. It's fine to be grumpy, but understand why you are grumpy is your fault. Now, your I fault never alone. said it wasn't my fault. I just said I'm frustrated the situation. Well, I don't want you to be bitchy moany. We need to do a show here, and you need to be witty and charming. All right, let's go. Uh, hold on. My wife's calling me. Let's see what she wants. Okay, real good. Great. We need to. No. Hey, babe. Oh, I'm here. Yeah, we're already recording. You're on the air. This is like the real Hold show. On. That Go goes ahead. out to... Hey, everyone. <laughs> Literally, twos of threes of people are going to be listening to this. Yes, call, like, exactly. Just it be known. It's, it's, oh, it's amazing. It's thousands. So what, what am I going <laughs> That one what time. What are you talking about? Uh, we were just finishing the, uh, the talk about our liquor that we were drinking. Okay, what is that? Uh, we're drinking Westward American Single Malt. It is a uh, single cask, a single barrel that uh, was accidentally sold already. It was given to me as a barrel sample, but the barrel was already sold. So they were like, well, you can go ahead and drink it. So we're drinking it. So oh, this God, is a barrel right. somewhere else in the country that's been sold that you cannot buy. But uh, so you can't really put a price tag on it. Yeah, but it's here. So there but we go. Really good. We're drinking it. You're all set. All right, babe. I'll talk to you soon. Oh, good. Well, enjoy responsibly, my friends. Have a good evening. <laughs> the consummate like professional. Carly's my favorite grand. I love you, honey. <laughs> I just had to put a bow on it. Come on. Oh, fuck off. Girl. God damn it. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That's outstanding. <laughs> The woman, the woman is a pro. Let's God, have ourselves a great show, Mr. I'm, Graham. I'm pretty sure Sam just figured out how I'm closing his roast. <laughs> <laughs> to put, put a bow, bow on it. it. <laughs> He's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. 
You know, that's, you know, we are getting closer and closer to it. So the problem is going to be is that you guys are going to keep saying, you know, well, not that any of us are going to remember. It's a few months away now. We're going to <laughs> yeah, start remembering Exactly. Jokes. Yeah, yeah. It's getting close. Tuesday had a comeback from one side of the gap we go and the other a goalless disappointment for the other side of the gap we go. Crystal Palace 2, Wolverhampton 1, Brighton 0, Forest 0. Um, Wolves, get the ball going early. Adama Traore scores. Like, it's uh, all going to be all right, right? His, his first headed goal ever. Yeah, like... But Diego Costa should have scored either side of that goal also and did no do that. And that's trouble. And you let him stick around. Uh And what happens? You fuck around and find out. Palace gets you. And it was like, (laughs) I'm sure for Wolves fans, they were like, all right, we're we're, we're fucking building something. We're we're going places. Nope. Nope. We just lost two to one. Fuck. And yeah, because they couldn't finish again. I mean, they had the chances. Wolves did a lot of chances, uh, but but Palace held held their own as well. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, Palace weren't just laying over and hit them on the counter or anything. Palace did build some things. They played some good football. They had some good chances themselves, and they they put them away. I mean, the the especially for the Zaha goal, the mm-hmm. dive in from the defender. I don't remember who it was now. To be honest, I think it was Nathan Collins or somebody. Yeah, I that, so. that dove in. Yeah. Um, and missed the ball. I mean, you set up one of the best natural finishers in the league mm-hmm. on the penalty spot, kind of stutter stepping already. Right. Like just you made I it mean, too. You made it too easy. It's going to be a goal. There's no easy. question. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he was like finishing off an emphatic. You know, beat three defenders. I'm at full speed and then pull it a little past the post. Yeah. He was already calm. Yeah, I tell you. So for, that's not the position you want Zaha to be in. So for uh, Palace, um, they're getting they're getting into form at the right time. Mm-hmm. They're about to have a pretty favorable part of the schedule. I mean, no offense to me and my own team, but they do play Everton um, yep. over the weekend at Goodison, which isn't an easy ask. But the they just start to play a lot of the bottom half of the table. And he and they're starting to seem to click, and everything's starting to kind of move well, in the right direction. Patrick Vieira said the other day he wants them to get. It was I think it was lost a little bit in English is my second language thing, because mm-hmm. he said something along the lines of, "I want us to have a better understanding of our clarity about how we want to play." <laughs> okay, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> um, and they did that. Today, yep. I mean, they, they, they did that, or well, yesterday, rather, but they, they did do that. Um, they There was a great counterattacking mentality. The, the little flicks, the little, you know, things were coming off. The, you know, probably the most exciting moment of the match, honestly, barred, I guess, the goals, because the goals were okay. Uh-huh. Um, all of them were fairly routine finishes. The, uh, the best moment was Odson Edwards' A red kick that almost went in mm-hmm. <laughs> was, that was pretty great. Fantastic. It was pretty great. It was gorgeous. I, I and you saw, and I haven't seen Selhurst Park bumping like that for a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that was electric. Yeah. yeah um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, with Wolves, uh, the, I'm starting to reach that point now with some of these teams where you're starting to look and you're going, okay, what three teams are worse than you? Mm. I'm not seeing three. Until you can start scoring goals. There's not. Don't see three who are. Nope. Like, it's like, 
Yeah, Everton's just lost three in a row, but I still go, oh, yeah, I could see four or five who were worse than but us. You, right, but you like, still have a couple players, you know, Dominic Haverloon that should be starting that isn't. He just started this week. But, but yeah, I'm saying just, you, yeah. you go, all right, we got somebody coming back in. There's goals in the team. There's the, you know, right. where where is that for Wolf? Yeah, it's not there. And, you know, 48-year-old Diego Costa hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so expect him to. Well, that's not the point. The point is they bought him, right? That was interesting. Thank you, Mal. <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading about Villa, and I'm watching the Douglas Louise that's not a red, 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 red. She's on fire. I'll see y'all in a few games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my point is, is that you signed him to score goals, yeah? And I get it. He's been unattached for, what, eight months or ten months or whatever it is. He needs to find his feet and fi- get back yeah. into full fitness and all. But he had two chances that were pretty fucking easy. And somebody of his quality should be able to put those away. Yeah, agreed. And you could see the lack of confidence, especially that first chance inside the opening five or or ten minutes, whatever it was. Um, Should have taken that first time. And instead, he he did shuffle it well beyond the defender. But it gave Guaita a chance to come out and make the angle tight. So I, I think Wolves... If they can sort out scoring goals, Wolves will be fine. Mm-hmm. But until they do, they're in fucking trouble. Yeah, and you can't help but think that they are. That's just they're exactly in trouble. It. Yeah. Moving to the other side of the gut, we go. In my way downtown, walking fast. I'm a seagull. Go fuck yourself. Eagles. Fuck. Seven. You made me spit my whiskey out. Sorry, I couldn't even get it down. It was so funny. Seven <laughs> shots to zero on goal. 19 overall from Brighton. <laughs> 70% possession against a team that is, to be nice, a fucking mess. You can't find one. So You can't I- find one. I listened to a podcast that has Jules Breach on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, You've the, mentioned this one before, her before. Yeah, and she's now on the CBS coverage, I think. She replaced um, the, the Paramount Plus or whatever coverage. Okay. I think she replaced so Kate Katie? Abdo. Oh, yeah, because Kate probably went it's to still Fox, on Fox for full World time Cup, now. Probably yeah. because of World Cup. Uh, so Jules Breach is presenting the Champions League uh, and Europa League days uh, mm-hmm. for... for um, CBS Sports and, and Paramount Plus. Yeah, good for her. Great broadcaster. Oh, she's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But she's a massive Brighton supporter. Mm-hmm. But she's adorable as fuck. So when she lets her biases seep in, it's okay. And she's, you know what she's, I mean? She's also a pretty smaller kind of petite gal. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets angry. It's like, oh, shucks. <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, you're so cute. But she, yeah. But she's, I mean, she's a little spitfire. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Right. Uh, but you're but just she, like, you're like, oh, it's so adorable. Uh, on the podcast uh, that I, that I heard about this game, um, I did watch the highlights of this game as well. And they weren't as exciting as what I'm about to tell you. No. Uh, Essentially, she said, you know, we're finding it difficult to score goals, but we, you know, we're a good team. We play good football. We do this. And she goes, wait a second. I sound like myself from about a year ago, don't I? (laughs) And then they played a clip of her from exactly a year ago. (laughs) 
the eleventh uh, week of the season. Oh, fucking and she was brilliant. like, "We're fucking the best team on the pitch, but we can't score. I don't know what's going on." Da, 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 da. And it's the same thing, right? <laughs> and everybody was like, "Yeah, no, you do sound like yourself from a year ago. Yeah, you you sound ex- you know what you and sound like exactly that, like her." That was the most exciting thing I garnered from the highlights and everything that I consumed surrounding this game. Yeah. Oh, and Forrest, for fuck's sake, the closest they came to scoring, so close, they had a shot that went out for a throw-in. You fucks. Dino, Dino, you know, just, it's exactly what you said in injury time. You were like, when they lost to Brighton, it was because Rhea went out there and got, um, you know, made a couple of big saves and was standing on his head. Turn around, Henderson makes a couple of big saves standing on his head. You know? Yep. So, yeah, just fucking crazy. The uh, forest, I mean, it's something. It, it's a it's a point. It's it's yeah, but it's it doesn't really something. help at this point. You know, you got to get a win. Yeah, and, you have to get a win. Well, and and what combination of the two hundred and thirty eight different flavors that they have is going to fucking do it? You know, that's the other. Well, question. that's the thing. The Baskin Robbins over there is having trouble sorting a team out, mm-hmm. but I don't understand why. You have 40 first-team players. Mm -hmm. Steve Cooper seems to me like he needs to just grab 18 players and go, you're my first team for three games. I don't care how we do. I don't care Mm -hmm. what happens. I like the 18 of you the most. Mm -hmm. Prove it. Yeah. Yeah. Get some consistency and then prove it. If that doesn't work, you're fucked off. Right. And I'll find somebody else because I have 40 total first team players. Exactly. <laughs> and I'll pick those 18 for three games. Like they need some consistency. You can't keep changing people around or who's this and who's coming off the bench. And it's like a who's who of almost relegated or relegated clubs over the last three years. On Wednesday, if you haven't figured it out yet, we're breaking it down into segments, and each segment was each one of the days. Um, I will deem this, oh, so that happened, worthy. (laughs) (laughs) Chelsea nil, Brentford nil, Southampton won, Bournemouth nil, Liverpool won, West Ham nil, Newcastle won, Everton nil, Manchester United two, Tottenham nil. Um, I put Chelsea and Brentford first because the nil-nil game was the most entertaining and the best of all the matches on Wednesday. Yeah, so I just wrote my notes in in order, Mm -hmm. right, of how they happened. So Brighton Forest for me was first, Palace Wolves was second, Bournemouth Southampton was third, Brentford Chelsea was fourth. And as I go down, my notes start. This was the third game in a row. So Palace Wolves, Bournemouth Southampton, Brentford Chelsea – that had the exact same shots on target for both teams. Yeah. <laughs> just Like, the games were even. Yeah. Just everybody was shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also, uh, Kepa and Raya both made some great well, fucking Well, now, in, in this particular one, yes. Let's it, let's that, that, definitely think, say that. Kepa, think, Kepa especially. Was, Raya, I think, only made two or three. But Kepa made five excellent saves. But that's why I think that this match was the best match of the day on Wednesday, because... There were opportunities to score. There were opportunities for both of these teams to win this game. Both the keepers were ready. The defenses were ready. And it was just a good chess match. 
it just didn't have a goal. That's the only thing that was missing yeah. from okay, this match that's fair. was a goal. It was a it was a really good match. The problem I would say for Chelsea though is they shouldn't see themselves on the same plane as Brentford. No, they shouldn't. Uh, so for them, that should be disappointing, and for Brentford, that should be galvanizing. Yeah, it, it, and not, exactly. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, just truthful. That's truthful. what it is. It's this is still. They're working out Graham Potter. This is what it is. They're working it out. They're they're still figuring yep. out the, the 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 side. On to the uh, new Cool Wave Jams jerseys that uh, Southampton was wearing. The nice big waves that were going oh, on. Shit! Wait, we oh, yeah. uh-huh. we talked about Potter's glow up already, right? Yeah, we did. We talked okay, about that on so Monday. I'm really struggling for material. <laughs> You're all right. We'll be all right. This midweek is terrible. You have an opportunity to make fun of Kenny in his big blue wave uh, fucking jerseys oh, that yeah, Southampton those were wearing. Things fucking you know. <laughs> We're saved by the bell. That's so funny. <laughs> nice. Uh, we're we're not in audition, Mel. I don't think Melissa. She means we're to be. not in audition. There we go. I don't think she meant to be. You know, production. I was like, ooh, listen to that cool vibe music as we're going on <laughs> that through. Cool here. Vibe. How old are you? I'm hip, kids. Oh, he's almost 50. Mel, listen to that jiggy jam cool vibe music. Coming to you on 94 Sweet FM. Uh, Look, at least I'm a grown man that's able to drink my fucking whiskey. Okay, settle down there, killer. Um, 94 Sweet. So for for Southampton, um, a... Che, it was Che Adams who got the goal, correct? Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, um, a rare, a rare yeah. goal from the Scotsman. Uh, but good, good for them. This is a game that if you want to stay up, this is the, one of those games you're supposed to be winning. Mm-hmm. And and this was a game that they won. And that's what it comes down to. I question now. Now is the run over for Bournemouth? Does Bournemouth now start to slide? I don't Does, think so. Okay, I'll tell you why. All right. They still had a boatload of chances. Um, Bazunu had a fair part he did. in keeping this clean sheet. By the way, his first clean sheet for Southampton. Yes. Congratulations to him on that. Very, very much so. But he, he did have his, his fair share to maintain that clean sheet. Um, Kenny was actually texting me a lot during the game. Mm-hmm. And from what we discussed, he never said this, but from... What we discussed surrounding that game, Mm -hmm. he said, essentially, his sentiment seemed to be was, quote unquote, have we scored too too early? Right. Are we going to give it away? Yeah, in the ninth minute is when that header went in from Che Adams. So Mm -hmm. it was like, fuck, we've got 81 minutes and we're like the only team that hasn't had a clean sheet yet this season. Right. Have we fucked it off? So it's like, what the fuck do we do now? Very, very fair. And, um, and it, it... if it wasn't for Bazunu, they wouldn't, but he did. He came up trumps, and they got their clean sheet. I mean, it was well done. Bournemouth aren't an attacking force by any means. Uh, they've scored a couple of goals the last few games, and they've gotten some good results. Well done. Mm-hmm. But they're not lighting the fucking world on fire. They're right. not like Leicester, right. for instance, You know, whose defense is so shit that their offense doesn't matter. Right. But they're scoring goals left and right. Right. Um, they just... I don't know. So, but Southampton did well. They they got their clean sheet. Well done. I would still be worried for them, uh, but Bournemouth defensively, I think they've they've started a good thing, and I think they'll continue that. Yeah, uh, Southampton is one of those teams. I go. I don't you think know what? It falls apart now. I I, I think there are three teams worse than them, but only three. Yeah, 
Fair. That's, that's kind of how I look at them. Like, like, okay, great. You're, you, there's three worse than you, and that's all you need. If you want to stay up, that's all you fucking need yeah. is three teams to be worse than you. But it's awfully early in the season to be going, okay, well, there, at least there's three worse than us because there's runs for everybody. Oh, yeah. There's good and bad runs for everybody in this league. Uh, especially Tinder over there. I know, exactly. Swiping right. <laughs> fucking, fucking Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> well, Villa fucks, and now they don't have a leader. So they're so, just swiping. Well, that and also also she was hanging up a scarecrow tonight. She was hanging up her their scarecrow for her company tonight. You know, she's all glittery, too. So she's, uh, all, she she all, she's all sparkly and hoed up for them boys tonight. <laughs> and plus, you were so late that I was out outside just enjoying the fresh air with my dog <laughs> <laughs> not actually giving the dog fresh air playing what, ball with the dog was, but what was old dane cook it was like you show up late you're fucked it feels like the key's 14 feet long mm-hmm. <laughs> you know blah yep. blah but he was like yeah you got glitter all over you. it looks like you fucked a fairy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this will probably be my look from now until January with nice. uh, holiday work coming up. Sweet. Liverpool. <laughs> Gets me hot. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool. It was a win and not exactly a good one, but no. But it was it was it was a win. They didn't, they didn't deserve it. It was a, it was a win. And now I asked this question, I asked this question not as jaded uh as jaded Everton fan. I actually asked this question for uh Gekel and Lars, because I think they would have a right to be upset. Why does their coach get a suspension and get put in the uh, stands for uh, a red card? But old Clippity Clop decides to try to bite a linesman's nose off and is on the sidelines for the very next match. Oh, Hannibal Clipper? I, I would... <laughs> like, I already have my own bias, of course, being, being a blue, but what the... Like, Tuchel didn't serve a suspension at first he ended up getting a suspension after the fact and then Klopp, i mean unless Klopp but he put it up one right he unless Klopp put it up for appeal i don't know but if how, he did they didn't make that clear how the fuck is he on the sidelines well with tuchel they didn't make that clear yeah he had appealed and until the appeal was done he was allowed to well, be there and well and what fucked him was is he had a touchline band so he was supposed to stay in the coaches like in on the seat and in that very same game, he didn't stay on the seat. So then, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. But but Klopp, yeah. I mean, I mean, just, just Sam. I mean, he she should have not have been on the sideline, right? So correct. That Liverpool had a ton of chances in this game. Obviously, Fabianski was did very well. But I thought West Ham actually held their own. They did. They um, played them tough. They I played think, them very tough. I think Liverpool had a a lot of blocks, so shots and shots on target didn't necessarily register with the statisticians. Um, but I think West Ham were more dangerous than the stats led on to be in this game. West Ham, you got to make that penalty. Well, you get handed a gift. So you gotta Smokey make that and I emailed about this one or uh-huh. Facebook messaged about mm-hmm. this one, me and Smoke. And um, he said, and I, I say this humbly, mm-hmm. Sam, you're so right. The person that gets fouled should never take the pen. I remember your rant from two years ago. Mm-hmm. And you're fucking right. Yep. He was holding his shoulder. He was injured, hurt. Don't Ow, have, don't have him terrible. take it. Why is he taking a fucking pen? You mean to tell me that Skamaka can't take the penalty? Declan Rice can't take the Declan penalty. Rice Declan's can't taking take penalties. Penalty? You, someone else take that penalty. Suchek can't take a penalty. Doesn't need to be him. It should not have been Bowen, and it got saved 
easily. And then Suchek Allison, missed, Suchek missed a sitter at the end. He did. He oh. did. But, see, I mean, there's no bigger sitter. I don't care if you're fucking six inches out. There's no penalty. bigger sitter than a, a penalty. penalty. It's a penalty. What are you, you doing? You are technically supposed to score that. Physically, a keeper is not supposed to be able to Correct. save a penalty if you shoot it correctly. Correct. It is mathematically impossible for them to do. The only way a keeper makes a save on a penalty, and this is coming from a keeper, is if I do everything right and you make a mistake as the kicker. Correct. You still have to make a mistake. Yep. And, well, sorry, as I pounded into the microphone. Well, you there. get very passionate about yeah, that. Yeah, You're all professionals tonight. We are all he professionals very tonight. Profe- uh, professional. He got very, <laughs> you know, worked up about it. You know what? Uh, I have sympathy for men that get worked up and are passionate about things and might accidentally maybe exude a little too much. But bite a referee. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get back and I'll see you in a couple <laughs> games. <laughs> Um, but again, Sam, I think we both agree it's it's a win. It's a win for Liverpool, and you take it. But again, still not playing well. Look at the greater cause. It's like okay, you had the Bournemouth game, you had the City win. You ain't done much else this well, season it, that's worth talking it, about. I know. I know we're gonna come on to the specifics <laughs> of it shortly. But if you look at Liverpool, still haven't been playing well, Mm-mm. right? We've said this about Spurs over the last three, four weeks. They've gotten the results, but they haven't been playing well at all. No. Now, Spurs got found out today by United. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Liverpool almost got found out by West Ham. Right. On their little good run of form, quote unquote. But they're still not playing particularly good. They just happen to, on paper, be better. And somebody had a moment of brilliance. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Um, right. And that, so, that that's not a sustainable model. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it's not. You and can't it's, do that and challenge for anything, really. So you have to figure out what you're going to do. You have to change the system. You have to do something. You have to get people fit. You have to figure it out. Or else you're going to be floundering like we were in 10th, you know, what, two seasons ago or exactly. whatever. Exactly. You gotta, you're gonna be fucked. <laughs> that was it. That was my point. Perfect, uh, Mr. Graham. As we go into uh, uh, Newcastle Everton, I would like to use my shot of Malort to start as a prop. So here we are, my shot of Malort. You see there, Sam. That is the exact same number of shots that Everton had. And at least mine was on fucking target. <laughs> How? I, Do you want me to let you rant? Just. <clears throat> I'm not. I'm not terribly as a whole angry. I'm more just disappointed. Well, I see the vein. Well, I did that for show, but <laughs> yeah, that's two games in a row without a shot on target. I've done oh. three shots of Merlot. Or of, uh, of Merlot? Um, I'm drinking the old Merlot. Hey, Bessie, put the chickens out. I've I'm done three Merlot shots again. of Malort. I've done three shots of Malort in the past three games. Two of those games, the last two, had the same amount of shots. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Two in the Tottenham game, neither on target. One in the fucking uh, Newcastle game, not on target. So here is... Listen, Brighton Jr. Yeah. What you, what you need is... Eat me. 
they at least put seven shots on yeah, target. No that would be that would be my last three that matches be, that's times three. Too respectful, actually. <laughs> I, I was being we, too respectful. Yeah, I, I think we put I think we put three on target or four on target against uh, United. Woo! <laughs> like, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so Frank's obviously got to change it up a little bit. He's. Um, Myelenko's getting really burned down the left-hand side. I think it might be time to get Vinagre out well, I there. I think he's just exhausted, Mikolenko, Yeah, um, to be honest with you. Now, what I, what I would say real quick uh-huh. is you were good in possession, and you put yourself into good positions. Just never got shots. Just never got shots. Right. And I would be, if I was, we hear top flight managers say this all the time. It's mm-hmm. all about the performance. The performance is there. The results will come, right? Mm-hmm. It's get yourself in good positions. Do the right things. And when you take a shot, there's a thousand things that could go wrong. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do, do you understand what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. So as long as you're in those positions, right, more often than not, you'll find the, you'll find the target at some point. And I, I think today he needs, just wasn't your day. I think he I needs think to tinker a well, little. though. I think he needs to tinker a little. Um Gray and Gordon should not be on the pitch at the same time because they both yeah, do the same don't thing. Track back. And and they also both try to do a little too much with the ball, which on, gets them in front, trouble. Yeah. I wouldn't mind That's absolutely fair. Going um Adrissa Gay, Onana, and Ducori in the middle, throwing McNeil on the right, because he's a natural lefty, so he's coming in on Cutting his in, left. Make with, the goal bigger for himself. Yeah. And throw a Wobie on the left with uh same with, thing. With um uh, uh what's a face or um Calvert Lewin down the middle, offering two guys that are gonna be more likely to try to get the ball in to the goal. Because yeah. right now what Gray and Gordon are trying to do are trying to get to the goal themselves. Yeah. And it fair. doesn't necessarily work. And you can let Ghana sit back. Let Onana and fucking Decore cover 99% of the field, which both of them, with their legs, are more than capable of doing. What's my so, name? Onana. Oh, What's my name? Onana. Oh, What's my name? Onana. Oh, What's so, my name? That's all I'm going to say about Everton there. Um, <laughs> I do want to bring up the following. Mel's so mad at us. Uh, this is going to... Uh, uh, Keith and Alan probably aren't going to appreciate this, but um, there's not a lot to say about Newcastle because you're doing... Exactly what you're supposed to be doing as a team that's moving up the table, as a team that is starting to become a challenger. This is going to be a very boring year, guys. There's not going to be a lot we're going to talk about. When you play the big boys tough, we're going to give you a pat on the back. And when you beat the teams you should beat, okay, you beat the team you should beat. You know what I thought you were going to say? What's that? That this was the year that they actually proved that sports washing worked. (laughs) And they did their, you know, the best PR leg of the Saudi regime. I said, "Hey, look, mom, no hands." Uh, anywho, <laughs> but they, yeah, they weren't much more clinical. Yeah, but they you know only what? put four of their sixteen shots on target, so they weren't much more clinical than you all were. Um, number one, but it was number two. Mm-hmm. That goal was a fucking gorgeous bit. It, it was, was a beaut. You could argue a bit of luck is what I'm saying, is what I'm getting at. Oh, that he, it was special. Yeah. That's not a run of the mill goal that teams just give up. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think you can take some solace in that. Miguel Amarone, that sweet left foot all of a sudden these last mm-hmm. three weeks, 
he remembered Jack Grealish's comments from mm. last year, <laughs> you know, making fun of Bernardo Silva uh, in their title thing when he said that, you know, the I love to thank mm-hmm. Bernardo Silva for coming off for the 70th minute because he was absolute shite on the day. Uh, he he was playing like Mickey Amarone, to be honest. Heard. Yes, and I remember Almiron that. this season has now been like, okay, cunt. Yeah, let me let me <laughs> show you how this you. is. Yeah, let me show you what it's doing. Um, and uh, but it was it's one of the it was like his volley a couple weeks ago. Well, Newcastle, you, you can't you can't schedule for that. You can't plan for that. Newcastle, it was in their building. They made it ugly. They made it tough. They really physical the hell out of um out of Everton. Ref was letting it play, you know, which was fine. Um, could have been a shout for the penalty. I think. Gordon went down real easy, so I think the ref was right in not calling it. But I've also seen that penalty called for City, Liverpool, Arsenal, United in the box before, too. So that's fair. You know, but also, uh, shame on Gordon. You've built yourself a reputation of being a bit of a diver. Ref's not always going to put the fucking whistle to his mouth if you go down in the box. I wish you would say that about Richie and be honest for Mm -hmm. a change. Richie... I've always said the following about Richie. <laughs> Richie over embellishes like a motherfucker, and I hate it. But you see Richie get Richie gets fucking fouled. <laughs> He's he gets fouled hard. You know, quickly, I do want to mention, speaking of sweet left foots, mm-hmm. uh, I forgot to mention this with the Liverpool game. Uh, and it, it should be talked about because the guy's got a football IQ of a doorknob. Mm-hmm. But apparently the two brain cells that work. Love hitting left-footed volleys. Darwin Nunez. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Those two volleys were fucking ridiculous. Yeah, they were good. They were, <laughs> they were good. fucking insane. And Fabianski was equal to both of them. Mm-hmm. Well done to him. But those shots were fucking ferocious. Yeah, they were. <laughs> and that should be mentioned since we're talking about left-foot volleys by Miguel Amarone. Got it. Very good. Thank you. Shoehorn. Hashtag shoehorn. Hashtag pants. Everything goes right. You get a 2 nothing win in your building. You're moving up the table. Everything should be good. But Manchester United refuses, flat out refuses, to enjoy nice things. They can't have nice things. It has to be shambles. If it's not fucking drama, they can't deal with it. Fucking Ronaldo won't come in as a sub and would walks you, off the fucking field. Would you please show some respect? <laughs> they don't have drama there. They're too big for that. Too big for drama. They've yeah. got drama. <laughs> drama. It's not drama, Sam. It's drama. Drama. They got drama Jesus in Old Trafford. Fuck. And did you see the meme floating around of Ronaldo's heat map? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it showed him pacing the technical area yep. and then walking furiously off the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? You're... you're one of, I won't say because I don't believe it, you are one of the greatest players that has uh, ever lived. Yeah. Not the, I'll never say that. No. Because I don't believe it. At least third, probably fifth. Yeah. But you're one of the greatest players that's ever lived on the face of the earth of the world's game. Why are you being so petulant? Yeah. You have the opportunity to be the leader that Manchester United need can't you moment. just be a normal man like Diego Maradona, do a line of coke and punch somebody for fuck's sake? <laughs> like, well, when I had my issues, yeah, well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but I, I've i had my issues this week that we've yeah. spoken about. Uh, most of you know from 
from Soundcheck uh, on on Monday. Um, I said uh, I was asked for an apology, and I said I'll be more than happy to give you an apology in person. Mm-hmm. So you can't misrepresent my tone, and you can't misrepresent anything. Right. In person is the way to be. I've never broken up over text. Mm-hmm. I've never ended a friendship over text. Mm-hmm. I've never emailed somebody and been like, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. I've always done that shit in person. Always. Yeah, always. Without fail, hands down. I've got no interest to speak to you in person. Okay, no problem. You've made your stance very clear. All right, so have you. No, Great. I'm, I'm not giving you what you want. Right. Ronaldo goes, fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm fucking dropping the hammer. I'm leaving. Yeah, fuck all of y'all. <laughs> Read this tone, motherfucker. I was just wondering if he did Jim Norton. <laughs> he just Norton. rolls out. I Jim, uh, Jim. What are you doing? Jim Brewer and fucking Half-Baked. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're, You're cool, cool, fuck you. you. Yeah. All I want to know, who's coming with me? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it was like that Peaky Blinders, like, no fucking fighting, no fucking fighting, don't fucking fight, no fighting, and then somebody hits his shoulder, and he goes, fuck you, and punches him in the face as they walk by. And the sad part is, is here it's we are- stupid. The sad part is, is here we are talking about this, when that's a phenomenal win for United. I mean, it's a That's good- a win in the right direction, that's putting, like, it puts them back in the conversation, things are starting to go right, well, nope, not anymore, because you got this fucking- pretty boy fucking rice broccoli and boiled chicken eating motherfucker <laughs> over here with the perfect jawline and the great hair and the like the handsome chiseled look distracting everybody not because he's fucking good looking because he's a fucking baby like, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. like if 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 i'm a united fan right now after yesterday's match you're banging your head against the wall just going why 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 can't why can't it just be normal like it's uh, well because they do things like let Fred score. Mm-hmm. That's why it can't be normal because Fred shouldn't be scoring. Ain't scoring and Fred way. wouldn't have scored yeah, if it no. wasn't for a massive fucking deflection. Yep. Uh, and you know, so well done, he did and claimed it and celebrated like it was in the upper ninety. But mm-hmm. you know, you got to do what you Bruno Fernandez do. getting a getting a goal, which he desperately needed. Off of needed. Fred's mistake. Yep. He waited long enough for the mistake to play out. Yep. And the ball fell to him. Yep. Excellent snapshot by him. A great it was shot. Well that came yeah. to him quickly, but he dealt with it. But it was off of Fred's mistake because Fred tried to turn and take it beyond Eric Dyer. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't get it past him, and it deflected off his shin back to Fernandez. Yep. It was Fred's idiotic piece of play that set Bruno up for that. It's just, fucking douchebag. Fred gonna Fred, man. Why is he in the team? <laughs> just, it, it just, make me manager of Manchester United for eight <laughs> days. I'll sort out all their issues. Eight days. That's all oh, I need. Oh, my God. It's no problem. I lock Ronaldo in a basement. And feed him nothing but fucking biscuits. <laughs> Eat a carb, motherfucker. Eat, Eat a days. carb. Yeah. Give me eight days. Oh, you uh, gained six pounds. You are a cut. Uh, one, fucking drop it. One last oh one God. last thought here. You take away Kolashevsky and Richarlison, and suddenly... Uh, Spurs are sp- average. Spurs look like old Spurs, don't they? Spurs are very average. Yeah, it's uh, they need to get this shit right in a hurry. Yep. Now on to Thursday. We were minus another manager, and someone's nemesis has now gotten three shutouts in a row. Fulham three, Aston Villa nil, Leicester two, Leeds nil. 
everything that have could have possibly gone wrong. Everything that have could have <laughs> in, in in the Fulham Villa match that could have gone wrong for Villa went wrong. Like first goal was shitty defending. Second goal was a penalty that should have been saved. Third goal was an own goal. Hey, Fucking- Mings has gotten his second goal in a row. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> Sorry. I killed him. You're, you're I killed him. him. You're killing him. It was a goal and an assist. Thank you very much. Not two goals. <laughs> no, the other one off his head. The one off his that head that went assist. to Mason Mount. It was an assist. Oh, shit. So a goal yeah. and an assist. Uh-huh. Damn it. You know what? Hey, it's still Do a goal. Do better. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then Douglas Louise. Getting no. baited no. on the stupidest. I have watched that from every angle. And Mitrovic comes in hot, pushes him, shoves mm-hmm. him full body, uh-huh. and Douglas steps back to him. That's all that happens. Nope. Problem is, is Douglas is put his shorter. head to him. Because he's short. And, and led the head. It doesn't even matter if it is the slightest nudge. It is a red card every single time. It's bullshit. Is is Mitrovic a little roly poly bitch for doing it? Yes, because he's six foot nine and Douglas Louise is five foot two. And he's a little pansy for rolling around on the ground. Do you but please? Yes. Before two thousand six, no one ever got booked for it. Nope. Zidane ruined it for everybody. You know, when talk he about full out yeah. headbutted Marco Materazzi no, in the chest. Was, well, Materazzi, Materazzi should not have been talking DL about how is, he was doing things to his sister. That, okay, fair. DL saying, apologized but, to the fans, but he also does not believe that should have been sent off. Uh, no, sorry, it's but, it's it is it is de- it is clear as day. It's a, it's a sending off. It's because of the headbutt heard around the world mm-hmm. that this gets called. Yep. Uh, I don't remember this being called prior to that, ever. Uh, Richarlison against um, Bournemouth, when Bournemouth was still up the first yep. time, yes. uh, got sent off for one just like it. Yep. Head-to-head, pushed forward, just moved forward just a little bit. It does not matter. If there is head-to-head and one person progresses it even a centimeter, it is automatically a fucking red. And that's in... Mm. and. Every player knows it, and he may apologize for it. But guess what, man? You can't fucking do it. You you know you're going to get called. You know you're, gonna you know you you know you're going so, to get called for it. There's a conspiracy because Villa played a lot worse the second half. That's even possible in the first half. Uh-huh. That they did it on purpose. They uh, wanted to tank that second half so they could, uh, you know, lighten up some dead weight. <laughs> Really? Because apparently not long after the match ended, Steven Gerrard gets fired and still has to ride the bus back with the team. Is, is this an instrumental version of You'll Never Walk Alone uh-huh. that you're playing? Like a wedding version? <laughs> this is fucking great. I will remember you. <laughs> It's like sexy saxophone too, which makes it even sadder. Oh my god! Um, the only thing that would make it better is if Bill Clinton was on the sax. No, the shirtless guy from <laughs> Lost Boys. I know. Yes. yes! <laughs> you just now picture him you, shaking, you like slowly grinding <laughs> yeah. while he's playing. You this. beat me. That's brilliant. That's 80s, fucking good. Eighty sax man. He's just universally. <laughs> you know. You know. He was also used in. 
Thunderdome. Tina Turner, of we don't course. need another hero. Uh, I thought the you were going to say. The sax solo is definitely that dude. The dude, like the I long I thought hair. you were going to say hotels in New Orleans. No. You know where else he was used? Where? Hotels in New Orleans. Oh That's God. what I thought he was going to say. Pour me my shot so I can get this over with. Uh, Mel, thoughts yeah. on. Uh, I. I, I... <sighs> I was working today, so I didn't get a chance to watch the entire game. And after looking at the highlights and reading other people's uh, opinions, I am glad I didn't watch the entire game. I did watch the second half, and I still disagree. That was not a red card. There was no contact. It was all Mitchevich being a little, little bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what? And so you know what? So you, you know how to get that call. You would expect every, you would expect your strike. Yeah, honestly, that's something Ings would do. Ings would totally go to person into doing that. And then when they headbutt him, he'd hit the ground and roll around like a little bitch too. I've I'd never s- seen Tyrone Mings roll around like a little bitch. I didn't say Mings. I said Ings. Oh, and yeah, it Ings, is definitely. definitely something Danny uh, Ings oh, yeah, would Danny do. Danny Ings, absolutely. 100. Yeah. 100%. Think um, of all your shit. himself while rolling around. Yeah. Not from the foul. No. From the rolling. Yeah, just think of all your shithouse players. Every one of your shithouse players would definitely do that. Sam's losing his mind that he can't get any nicotine. nicotine now. And he lost his temper, and I'm not mad. And I, I, you know what? It's so ridiculous. The game is so fucking ridiculous. We fucking lost to Fulham. How Fulham is us uh, us to uh, lose to them? I don't know. I don't... I'm Mitrovic a little bitch. Uh, So... Bye, Gerard. <laughs> Who's next? Swipe right. Villa Fox. <laughs> she was all about Old him. Tinder FC. Hey, but back in the day, man, I love him. He's my daddy. Like fucking Stevie G. Because it pissed you off. It's all for him. Now don't even care. For Fulham, this is a game last time that they were up that they would have drew, that they would have fucked off. They were clinical. This is definitely a new a new version of Fulham that I think is definitely going to be good enough and be, be able to stay safe and secure in the, in the prem this season. Yep. Very good. Well said, Mr. Graham. He definitely needs some nicotine. Let's go ahead and finish it up. Foxes are on a bit of a roll. Uh, another shutout for, uh, for good old, uh, Dougie gun Doug, Danny Ward. Um, get this. This is really about what it deserves to be said about this match. Uh, shots on target leads to Foxes one. The Foxes scored two goals with only one shot on target. An own goal. <laughs> um, it ain't Doug's fault. Good. That. Good W. Good W for the Foxes. Let's see if they start to dig themselves out of the hole. It looks like they might be. Uh, Leeds, you got to start getting nervous and wondering, like... Is it all not? Is it what's not working? Because this is a game you needed to win, and you should have definitely th- won. This is a problem, uh, and I apologize for before. <laughs> I hawked a loogie, and I got stuck in my throat, and then I gagged. Oh, uh, poor so boy! So I had trouble, but now I'm back. Um, what you worry about with Leeds is the same thing we talked about with Palace. It's you worry about the performance, right? And the performance will lead to results. Mm-hmm. Well, Leeds have now had the performance in five straight games. Mm-hmm. The performance has been there. Haven't gotten a fucking result. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need you to do something now. Now you got to turn the corner. You need to finish the chances off. Brendan Aronson, that you, what you were doing the first two games of the season, needs you to do it again. Tyler yep. Adams, needs you to do it again. Um, Bamford's back. 
I think may have upset the chemistry. Yeah, might have. Um, because he's a better forward than Rodrigo, but he hasn't played football in 17 months properly. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? <laughs> do you play him or do you stick with Rodrigo? Rodrigo's goals have dried up, obviously. He was one of the you know five goals in, what, the first three games or some shit? Mm-hmm. What Now what? Yeah. He hadn't done anything since then. You know, it's been seven, eight games since he's done anything relevant. True. Very so, true. It, but that coincides with Bamford coming back into the team. Mm-hmm. So you have to balance that. You have to do that. And Jesse Marsh, a.k.a. Ted Lasso, has to do something about that. Uh, or they're going to find themselves in a bigger hole than they anticipate. And in this league... It's really fucking difficult to pull yourself out of that hole. Uh huh. Very true. And we say it every year: you can't win a championship in the first three games. You can't win the title in the first three games. You certainly lose it. You can't get relegated in the first three games. But you could do yourself a huge favor too. Yeah. And they've done it. Yeah. In the last five or six, without pulling the results they need, they've done it. They've mm-hmm. put themselves in the conversation for relegation mm-hmm. because the last five or six games have been shite. Yeah, very true. Uh, well, I, shite results. Yeah. Because performances are fine. Intensity's there. Chances are there. But you got to get results. But you got to get results. You got to put results. points on the fucking board. Um, uh, I do have to say one final thought as we wrap up and go into uh, shore money. Mr. Graham, I'm proud of you. Why? There was no pro arsenal agenda tonight. Your money. Okay. You threw me off there. And... I mean, I figured you'd go in there somewhere and be like, me, 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 me. So I'm down a grand now. Fucking Brighton. Uh-huh. So I've gone with a four-way parlay. Okay. Because that's going to get you out of it. I'm going to get mine out of the way. And I've chosen all favorites. But... One of the favorites, I chose a weird result. Okay, go for it. Up my odds. Arsenal over Southampton. Okay. Didn't do this. It'll probably be 9 0, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hi, Kenny. Uh, Remember, you're now morally bet. obligated, spiritually obligated to. to bring that up. It's Arsenal over Southampton, just straight up. Uh, United and Chelsea to draw. Okay. That's fair my ticker. Okay, very good. Liverpool to beat Forest and City to beat Brighton. And because of the draw that I chose between United and Chelsea, they gave me plus 725. Wow, okay. And I'm down $1,000, so that'll get me right back in the thick of it. Yep, I, I didn't check Pat's bet, but I think he missed as well on, uh, yeah, he had Tottenham beating United. Did so he put something in today? He No, no, he put in when he was with us oh, on he Monday. Both. He did he both. He did both. Right. So we'll recap yep. everything with him on Monday. Absolutely, yeah. I forgot um, he did both. No draw for me, and I am now down $268. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. 22.2% of the time. It works 100% of the time. (laughs) It was just the two with the two that kept going, falling and on forever. It makes me happy when I see that. (laughs) I'm not taking a winner, but I am going after your game, Sam. Uh, The same one you did. Chelsea and Man United, I am taking over... Two and a half goals at plus two thirty. Mm. So two to one, I get, I hit. Okay. Two two, I hit. I just need three goals over two and a half. All right. Yeah, I I think there's, I think there's three goals in that match. 
Okay. So, very good. It's and then, of course, bad. we'll check in on Pat on uh, on Monday. But you know what else we have, Mr. Graham? A piece of poultry. A chicken. <clears throat> well, Kitty missed a couple on the bump and sits at five and five. Yeah, she's lost two in a row, Sammy. Uh, so this week, I gave Kitty Arsenal traveling to Southampton. Now, Kitty quickly showed me an old black and white photo of her in Havana in 1959. Really? Quote, liberating the people. Hmm. For fuck's sake. Hanging out with, oh, you guessed it, Fidel Castro. Che <laughs> Guerrero, which one? <laughs> He's, Sam's already annoyed because he knows what we're doing. Not only <laughs> did he Christ. love cigars in Cuba, he also loves his gunners, and Kitty is picking Arsenal to win this weekend, <laughs> although not 9 0. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Kitty also wants me to remind everybody to uh, fuck off. Oh, no, it was uh, Gamble Legally and Responsibly. <laughs> We're all getting a little punchy this Thursday. <laughs> Championship corner! I've fallen, and I can't get up! Oh, no! Preston beat Huddersfield 1-0. Luton Town over North City 1-0, which has uh, implications. Blackburn over Sunderland 2-0. Rotherham beating out Stoke 1-0. Swansea over Reading 3-2. Bristol City beating formerly managed by Steve Bruce West Brom 2 0. <laughs> That's their new name, by the way. Mm-hmm. Until they appoint somebody that I enjoy. Heard. <laughs> and deserves my attention. Uh, Burnley and Birmingham. That's a hard sentence to say. 1 1. Hull 3 1 over Blackpool. Coventry over Sheffield United 1 0. That's big. Uh, QPR over Cardiff 3 0. Uh, Middlesbrough over Wigan 4 1. Surprises me more than I think it should. All right. We're going to the table now. Sorry, drinking beer. Not a problem. QPR now tops your table on 27 points with a plus seven goal differential. Blackburn now down to second. Also 27 points again, but only a plus three. Burnley drops to third, plus 12 goal differential, but only on 26 points. Sheffield United. Uh, they are on 25 points and a plus 10 goal differential. So that top four is very, very tight. Mm-hmm. Third and fourth both have bigger goal differentials and were within <clears throat> two points of the top two. No shit. Yeah, so it's getting quite tight up at the top. Uh, Luton in fifth has 24 points, so within three of the top, plus six goal differential. So right there, North City, 24 points as well. Swansea City, 24 points as well difference is Norwich has a plus five Swansea has a minus two so a little bit of a gap there <coughs> despite the results uh fuck you I'm Millwall in eighth on 23 points Preston North End on 22 as is Reading after uh dropping um a lot in a row essentially because they started the season quite well and then went to shit so let's look at the bottom Huddersfield Town <laughs> Dead last, 11 <laughs> points, minus six goal differential, uh, and 14 games played. Coventry do have about three games in hand on a lot of people. They have 13 points on the board, minus four goal differential there in 23rd. West Brom, uh, the post-Steve Bruce, is always an issue. Um, 
14 points, minus one goal differential. They are on the maximum games played, <laughs> I think, at 15. Yeah. That's trouble. Uh, and then you have Blackpool, Middlesbrough, and Hull in 21st, 20th, and 19th, respectfully. Uh, they are all also in fucking trouble. Very good. It's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Sammy, any parting words? Um, Arsenal won in the Europa League. So we're perfect again. Didn't bring to the game not just the basics of football, I believe the basics of life. But I did. Uh, they did. And we won 1 0. Yeah, but this isn't a game about uh, quite the Europa sexy. League. Don't care. This is, this is, this is about the Premier League. You didn't, play. you didn't play. Doesn't matter. All right. Got a result. You, you better go. get your fucking results. <laughs> hey, Mel. Who said that? Quick. In the world of uh, <laughs> in the world of uh, parting words, yes, I'd like you to tell your little uh, line story. My line story. The dollar store. Oh, okay. Let's have let's have something a little upbeat. Uh, a the feel night. good moment at the dollar store. Well, I'm putting together this scare. Said no one never. Uh, I'm putting together this scarecrow for um, my company, and I needed a few supplies from the Dollar Tree. And it's, you know, usually a shit show going in there. And this time was no different. Place was packed. One register open. I'm like eighth in line. Pretty soon the line becomes 12, 15, 16. And you've got all walks of life. And it's one of those situations where you could get really pissy and grumbly and, and making comments like, why isn't that employee working? And instead, we made jokes because it was so fucking absurd how long <coughs> this line was. And this poor woman was just working so hard. So we all sat there and cracked jokes and uh, made comments back and forth and talked about buying potholders and discussed what was the ugliest item uh, up in the front Halloween section, how early Christmas stuff was at. And every person told the woman, doing a great job. Keep it up. That is a room full of people that all woke up in the morning, looked in the mirror and went, I'm not going to be a cunt today. No, all of them. Every person in line no, decided... Not to be a cunt. No, none of them know what D-back means, except for, obviously, yep. our lovely producer, Mel. But everybody D-backed. In one perfect moment of harmony, yep. everybody D-backed. I, as I'm Do you want my the opinion? Store, I, hear, I hear the cashier opening of the line, and I'm hearing, after you. Oh, no, 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 after you. Like, a second line was opened, and there wasn't a stampede. Do you want my opinion? Uh, sure. It's because it's poor people, and we know how to work. I wouldn't have been a cunt. Mm-hmm. But I would have been really fucking annoyed. <laughs> I was annoyed reading your uh, Facebook post. I was fucking livid reading your Facebook it's post. It's right to be annoyed. Just was hire be somebody fucking Dollar Tree. It, it, Why aren't you paying people to work the registers? Annoying. Oh, it was even more annoying that there were like two employees, but they were checking out registers and it was shift change. And it was just the purpose. No, I get it. I wouldn't have been a cut in line. I'd have done what you did. However, reading from a third party. Oh, yeah. I was so fucking angry. And when we all walked in the store, there was nobody in line. And I like got angry. And ba- yeah, y'all and just did the at the same time. Hey, it's time. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> runs up front together. Yep. Yeah. 
That yeah. happens. All right. Thanks so much for joining us, boys <laughs> and girls. Next up is injury time. We're going to go over the weekend's action, talk about the beers we were drinking. Uh, not going to check in on our adopted clubs because they didn't play, but we are going to check and see how we did in fantasy. Should somebody want to find us, Sam, for injury time? How do they go about doing that? Yeah, it's on a website for some money. Okay. Very <laughs> it's good. It's patreon.com backslash D football show. Just pay that $5 uh, per month, and you get all our extra shit. Love it. Until next week, everybody. Good night. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Smoke of a lord. Look straight in shorts. Sam Grammy. Fucking new button!